0: morning super kicking it with steven steven fans right here ready to talk up all the good stuff we got going on as soon as i get my headphones going on so i can actually hear stuff just a second so i can keep talking 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 all right up let's bring greg on he's on here um hopefully
1: my all right what's going
0: on greg Hey,
1: my brother. I'm good, man. You hear me uh, coming in clear?
0: I can, and I'm just trying to get my, um, headphones connected so we don't hear all the echo on my end. And of course they never want to connect right away. Cause you know, I got 10,000 devices connected to them. So, right. uh, anyways, so let me see if I can, uh, hopefully, um, How about you tell us how Fight for the Fallen was real quick while I try to figure this out. I'm going to disconnect my other stuff real quick and uh, mute my mic so that it doesn't give a lot of feedback. So I'll be really quick.
1: Hey, no problem. So uh, Wednesday, they did, or AEW did come to Charlotte uh, for Fight for the Fallen. Uh, I live in Charlotte, so it was my first opportunity to get to go to a, a wrestling show that did not have a WWE logo anywhere to be seen. Uh, not Ross, smackdown NXT. Uh, the last time I saw a non-WWE Vince McMahon run show was, I was a teenager going to see uh, Old NWA and back in the territory days, the Rock and Roll Express and Midnight Express, the, Jimmy Boogie Wiggy Man, Ballad, Dusty Rhodes, all the, all the horsemen. Um, so it was it was odd being at a wrestling show and not having the WWE brand attached to it anywhere. Um, that being said, great show. Uh, the environment was amazing. You could feel the electricity just standing outside waiting to walk into the building. Um, there was a palpable buzz Uh, going on around the event. Um, Remember when I got there, I had to walk around about half the building just to get in line. Uh, And that was an hour before, over an hour before the uh, first match of Fight for the Fallen was supposed to start. So uh, while dark is going on, there's still uh, a huge buzz going on. A lot of people around the block, literally to get in and uh the farther you walk you hear conversations about every single match so uh i love the energy and uh the show definitely delivered as well i don't know what you thought and but, we'll uh, get into
0: we'll get into the show because uh yeah there's a there's a big booking decision that was made and uh <laughs> yeah i'm not too happy about a it from what, I'm, uh, from what i'm seeing on the internet. About that booking decision, so yeah, you know, we think AW does everything right usually when it comes to booking, and uh, if they're changing the booking of that decision, I don't know where things are going. So anyways, um, let's get into Raw. Uh now that I can actually hear you in headphones and I don't have to mute myself on the mic and all that good stuff, you know, I, my producer needs to be better about getting my situation all so done for me. So I'll get I'm going to fire him today. Uh <laughs> anyways, no. Hate so, it doesn't Yeah. Uh so <laughs> let's get into roll. We had uh Damian Priest defeat Sheamus in a Contenders match. So the first thing here is instead of saying they qualify for a later championship, they're just straight up saying it's Contenders match. I'm I guess I'm mixed about it cuz you feel like why do you have to beat the champion to get a championship shot? And then you think, you know, usually you should just have a couple guys or a few guys or girls or whatever going at each other for that shot. You know, if you want to be like a real sport, the Pacers don't beat the Bucks and get a title shot. They just beat the Bucks. <laughs> you know, it it right. But anyway, and I wrestling's obviously different, you know. In the UFC, I know you're working way up. I don't think you necessarily beat the champion to get a championship shot. So I think we all could see it coming. I think Sheamus needs to lose at SummerSlam. I know I've been saying it all along. I feel like Damian Priest needs it more just to kind of build himself up. And like we said, really take off. So we're going to see Damian Priest and Sheamus. I'll be curious if it does happen at SummerSlam though. I mean, if it happens at SummerSlam, I think you've got to give Priest the title and just let him roll. So, uh, what do you think about the match, though, Greg? And, you know, what do you think about the whole idea of calling it a contenders match? We also had that later on in the night with um, Nikki, Ash, and Charlotte. Even though they kind of already announced that, that match was, you know, the title match was happening. So I don't know why you need a contenders match to determine a match that's already happening, which we'll get into later on. But anyway, so uh, Sheamus and Damian Priest, I think it's a good feud going. It's kind of under the radar, and I think it's it's... Hopefully, going to be that coming out party for Damian
1: Priest, right? And they—that seems to be the new buzz term going around. this contenders match. Um, you know, a month ago we weren't seeing this, and now, you know, that's it's all the rage. He's going to see it two, three times a show lately. Um, I get the logic in it, in the sense that you know, any title holder is going to have a line of contenders waiting for him. Um, but I agree with your point that uh, it makes no sense that the contender has to beat the champ before he gets a title shot. Um, but Seamus is a little bit different because of the way he's been doing his open challenge, uh, which i am really been enjoying. It's a new wrinkle on an old gimmick. Um, instead of doing an open challenge where everybody, every match is a title shot, you know, you get a good get a chance to get this beaten. And then if you can hold up, you know, then you may get a shot. Um, so it's, it's a new wrinkle on the old line, but um, it, the logic goes that far. It doesn't make sense that the challenger has to win to get a match. Uh, kind of take some shine off the champ. Um, with Priest, you know, you've, they've been hitting at it. It's been coming for a while. And uh, it should be a SummerSlam match. That way he gets the biggest moment possible to get him over. And if it doesn't work, you can always, you know, get the title back, you know, a month or two down the line. Um, So it's a chance to put some new blood, you know, with the belt, see if he can take the ball and run. And you can always score correct with the champ like Sheamus uh, down the line if, you know, he stumbles so I get that the match was good uh I like the match and you know giving him the win and you know the eventual you know title match and uh it only made sense to do it at SummerSlam
0: yeah definitely and like we you know I was thinking contenders down the road like John Morrison could be in that U.S title picture for a little bit because he's obviously you know out of you know the tag team's picture for a little bit so you know, maybe Cedric Alexander moves himself back up somehow and maybe Shelton Benjamin. You know, I, I think it's time for Damian Priest, like we said, to kind of, you know, take the ball and run with it and see what he can do. Uh, we also had AJ and almost defeat the Viking Raiders in a Raw Championship tag team title match. I was kind of, you know, we kept saying Viking Raiders, Viking Raiders, Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. They don't win it. Is that telling for where they might go after this? Because, you know, they've already lost a few times to the, you know, AJ Nomos. I think what we see next is Orton. I think so. We're getting Matt Riddle and I think it's AJ Styles on Monday night. And you feel like they'll both beat him down and then Orton should come back. And I think SummerSlam will have Orton and Riddle against AJ Nomos. And that's another one. Do you pull a title change? And it kind of sucks because it's just two singles guys together, but at the same time, people love that tag team. So, you know, maybe you do it just to kind of do it. And But it kind of sucks for the Viking Raiders because I feel like, you know, I thought Mason T-Bar were hurting. Now it feels like the Viking Raiders are going to be like, you know, job, job squad 2.0 because they've lost a lot of matches. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, to lose this tag team title match and – it was really good. I mean, I think it was a commercial break. Matt, you know, it was, it was a solid match, and I thought, you know, you got to pull the trigger, but uh, WWE just, you know, we don't necessarily believe in the tag teams. You know, I always on Raw side. <laughs> SmackDown, you know, it's a little more hope over there. But so, Greg, your own thoughts on, you know, all the tag team stuff happening on Raw right now?
1: Yeah, it. Um, I expected the same thing that uh, this was going to be the moment where, if I can rate us. His- would win the titles. And when that didn't happen, like, well, there's only one direction left to go. And that's with the RK bro team. And so it's a big enough match to, you know, be on SummerSlam. Uh, but like you said, people are really into uh, RK bro. Matt Riddle has been killing it. Uh, this whole run with Randy Orton uh, and without those weeks, he's had to represent the team by himself. Uh, his match qualitys picked up um, you know his his seriousness his intensity has picked up he's been solid as as you can be so uh, i've really been impressed by him. i'm sure uh, a lot of uh, his fans that kind of saw him as kind of a you know comic character are you know turning heads a little bit more and it's all leading to randy orton coming back so uh, I'm seeing the same scenario. You are where he has this one-on-one match um, with AJ probably. And then as they beat him down, we're going to hear Randy's uh, music hit and he's going to come out and that's going to set up a match. So, uh, it's the only logical thing to do and it is the right time to, you know, give him the belts, AJ and almost had it since WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And as you know, unbeatable as they look they really don't look like tag team champions um it was like two tag team or two singles thrown together Single which ironically dinosaur. is what uh randy and matt are but uh, we buy them more than aj and almost yeah. so uh, just because almost is so green um he really is needs a lot of work to mm-hmm to be passable as a, a tag team champion so um you know you need more than just size you know ask el gigante about that so um it's, it's the right match to set up and is the right time to give orton and riddle uh, the titles and you know kind of give the people what they want with that so
0: now the downfall will be orton or sorry riddles from vegas we know what happens to people in their hometowns. Very true. <laughs> so I don't, who they might wait till the Monday after, but yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think I think people would kind of be pissed off because you know, like like you said, Riddle being from Vegas, it just makes it feels like it's you know, and yeah, almost. I think he's good for what he is. I don't, you know, and I don't know if he will be anything more. I mean, that's a you know, you know, Braun Strowman can move in the ring, but almost can't. <laughs> I mean, that just. The way it is sometimes. So, uh, we also had Drew McIntyre defeat Veer by DQ. Uh, the steel chair came in involvement. I'm going to assume we're going to get some gimmicky match. Some people, Greg, have said, and you already know where this is going Punjabi prison. Oh, <laughs> I don't think we go that deep, but you do think maybe like a steel chair type, you know, maybe, you know, chairs are legal because we've already seen steel chairs evolved and i'm fine with that and then you know drew could just lay the woodwork to uh jinder and kind of you know get himself slowly back in the title picture maybe you know or wherever he's going to go but i yeah right now just i kind of feel bad for drew cuz you got the crowd back and now you're you're stuck in a a thing with you know uh, a feud with jinder mahal and veer and shanky you know shanky so and, and like we keep saying, who I mean, I guess maybe now the Viking Raiders might be able to come to his aid because you don't have it, you know, they're kind of out of the tag team title picture, obviously. So I can kind of see that and maybe Drew will try to help them rebuild. But I know you keep you might be pulling for Mason T bar, but uh sorry, yeah, we're we're far away from there. So I guess the Viking Raiders might come to his aid, or maybe maybe we'll do a six man tag match at SummerSlam, but I'd probably rather just have Jinder and Drew, like I said, in the chairs match or, you know, chairs or legal type match at. Now, wait, sorry. Extreme Rules is next month, though. So we might just – maybe we'll get the singles match this month. Jinder gets the win or something, and then we get, you know. But so maybe we just get a straight-up match this month, now that I think about it. Is that a SummerSlam-worthy match, though? I don't think it is, personally.
1: Um, No. Would you
0: rather see Viking Raiders and Drew against like um, uh, Gender and his team at SummerSlam than Gender and Drew one on one at Extreme Rules?
1: Yeah, it would be better to do a a six man uh, at Extreme Rules and then have that evolve into Drew versus Gender on SummerSlam. Um, oh, so you want to reverse it? Yeah, in sense yeah. that um, you can do more with what they've, with the ground, what the groundwork they've laid so far. Like you said, with what the chair business, um, you know, when Beer Shanky, whichever one they beat down thirty times with that chair, comes back, you know, you have a instant chair ma- chairs match right there. Uh, That's true. Involve all three, and then, like I said, the Viking Raiders are not going to have a dance partner now, so. They can join up. Uh, my master plan with Mason T-Bar <laughs> apparently is not going to happen. Uh, even though that's the story would, that's or, so uh, easy to write.
0: Many of 40s for that one, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yep, lots of 40s. We might just be like a river of something.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yep. Were Mason um,
0: T-Bar even on TV? This I don't even know if they were even on They TV. were. Uh, yeah, they, they were, were. on. Right.
1: They lost somebody. Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into it. I can't. But, Shows uh, how much it's not so easy. Um yeah. but um yeah it'd be easy for them to have a good you know smash mouth match biking raiders and Drew against the Jitter team. Um and you know a good ten minutes and you know you can flip a coin of which site goes over. Uh maybe it's better or trade the uh, wins, you know. Genders, team wins this one and then Drew wins on SummerSlam. So, you know, it's logical to 50-50 book this one. Um, You know, this is, you know, opening to middle of the card at best type of program. So, you know, alternating wins wouldn't hurt anybody.
0: And then maybe Drew could be like captain of Survivor Series Raw team. I feel like that would be, you know, are on the Raw Survivor Series team. I feel like that would be a slow kind of rebuilding of him. So, uh, next yeah. up, this is interesting. So, we had Natalia Tamina, the tag team champions for the women's side, defeat Eva Marie and Dewdrop, which had a um, Lily Lu- Lucian uh, uh, distraction. And Natalia took a pretty bad I think she broke the ankle or something. Like, she took a bad fall because she um, she tweeted on a picture that. She just got out of surgery. She had a big boot on. And it sounds like they're going to have to address the tag team division for the women's side of things, probably on Raw. So I'm going to assume they have to lose, it, you know, strip the titles, and then, you know, maybe maybe Shotzi and Tegan get it because that feels like the only tag team that could get it. So that's kind of one aspect. And then, Greg, I want to go with, so do we see – Eva Marie and Alexa at SummerSlam, or is it drop and Alexa at SummerSlam?
1: That's uh, interesting. Um, with the
0: titles... You could go
1: tag team. Sorry, tag team titles first, if you'd like. Yeah, but the, with the tag team titles is down to um, like Shotzi and Tegan. Uh, so they already have a win over the champs. And then um is there anybody else with well the team that i want to break up for all this time that still hasn't broken up are still there with uh shana and naya Mm. you think they get it
0: i wonder if they could get it
1: without reggie now well there's the match as far as who wins the match um as much as I hate to say it, I think Nia and Shayna get it back.
0: How about this one, Greg? Bella Twins. <laughs> Can they rush uh, them back this quickly to get them in SummerSlam and win the titles? I mean, you feel like they're going to win the titles at some point to cap off you know, their career. Well, yeah. I, I always give Nikki credits. So I shouldn't be bashing too much. Like Nikki came a long way. Brie, on the other hand, is just in it for the paycheck, but it, would it be too, would it be too rushed? I mean, they're probably trying to back up to some truck to the Bella twins, but you know, maybe Royal rumble would be a better time for them. So then they could have plenty of time to, you know, go at it. But, and now, now it almost feels like Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, like, <laughs> yeah, they're probably thinking, <laughs> well, maybe we should have broke up that tag team because as much as I don't, I mean, that would have been a tag team to give it, you know, you're, you're just passed around the tag team titles anyway so why not you know Mandy and Dana Brooke I mean they had the, they came out together looked together you know like I kind of like that you know the little things like you're trying to match each other you're trying to you know do things as long as it's not um I don't maybe Lily and Alexa <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't know they you know like we said we're very slim pickings on the tag team. And there's no women, you know. You've already called up Tegan and Shotzi. So, what other, you know, I would have maybe said Raquel and Dakota, but we already saw what happened on um, NXT. So, we're not going to go that route, you know. But, you know, maybe Rock, maybe, maybe Frankie Monet and Mandy, you know, I don't, it just does feel like Nyan Jax and Shayna Baszler might be the default answer to go back to if you don't want to give it to. Tegan and Shotzi and just let them kind of roll until Natalia could get back. Because, I mean, like I said, she's got to be out for some time. I mean, she was in a big old boot. So <laughs> I can't imagine her, you know, healing up quickly for – and if you had surgery. Like, I mean, that's not <laughs> – that's never a a good thing. So uh, now what do yeah. you think about Carmela and – I mean, sorry, Eva Marie, do drop Alexa business.
1: Uh, well – I'm I'm, I know the, the turn's coming soon with uh, Eva and Dewdrop. Um, I believe it's going to end up being Alexa and Eva Marie. At SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, with Eva Marie actually being in the match. And probably not of her own choosing. She tries to do the uh, bait and switch mm-hmm. so she can stand on the apron and look good. And then. Uh, Maybe Dewdrop just says no. And that's where she exit stage left. And, mm. you know, leave her high and dry at, at SummerSlam. And, um, yep. you know, let her take this beat down from, from uh, Alexa. And, you know, maybe cuts a nice promo backstage. Go, you know, my name is not Dewdrop. And, um, you know, and she's sets awesome herself free. Right. So, uh, something like that where uh you know you set up the drama you you, know, you pay off the alexa eva uh, storyline you know they're being involved with each other for running weeks for a reason so you know the place to pay it off and you know send everybody on a, a new course because it doesn't feel like this that it doesn't feel like the eva
0: marie dew drop needs to go much longer like i, no. I think if you keep dragging it up dragging it out sorry like what more does it you know or like maybe maybe do drop cost for the match somehow maybe she tries to help or doesn't and even marine loses or something so you know like you know if it doesn't happen at that summer same it probably happens on the raw after like like we said it feels like it should just especially if you caught her up like you know and you've 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 booked her pretty strong i mean she looked pretty good and you know she's she beat Asuka in that match, you know, tag team match. She's pinned, you know, other, you know, whoever else. So I mean, you've, you're booking her pretty high. So, um, you know, either Eva Marie's got to get jealous of it, or you just have Dewdrop become Piper again. So, uh, what else happened? We did have Karrion Cross defeat Keith Lee. Nothing, not much there. So, Greg, what I was reading was they were going to have Karrion Cross lose to Jeff Hardy again. And then debut Scarlet with him with Karen Cross to kind of give him that edge back, like he needed that. And if that was the case, I'd be, you know, I think that could have given something. Now I wonder what they'll do because, well, Jeff Hardy's out for COVID. So I guess he would be back in a week or so. Um, you know, Keith Lee, I mean, he's back on TV, but it looks like, it looks like they're really going to make Keith Lee like eat some L's before they think about, you know, kind of put him back in a higher position and you know as long as you could take it you just have to you know sometimes you just have to eat it and just keep sucking it up you know saying this is my job this is my job and then hopefully his time maybe royal rumble time he could get a good run at the royal rumble and you know maybe on the word to wrestlemania has a high quality match and you know we work him way back up but um what about this idea that karen cross was going to eat some l's to Jeff Hardy and then Scarlett would come with him at some, you know, maybe next, you know, whenever week. but uh, do you buy anything into that or do you think that was just internet rumblings that we just want Scarlett so badly with him?
1: (laughs) Well, it makes sense because we want to see Scarlett. You know, she's part of his package and it it doesn't look right without her there. Wait a second.
0: We We have Breaking news, Greg. Let oh, me screen share this. Right what yeah, this is um big. <sighs> this is <laughs> something like <laughs> to Uh Can you see that?
1: Not yet. Something's coming in. Hold on.
0: Is it there it's now?
1: Oh, I see half the page. Oh, sorry. Is
0: it not? Let me try to reshare it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let me try this again. All right, here we go. I don't I don't want to share it because it's actually um, somebody just got let go. Uh oh. There you go.
1: let so I see it at the bottom of the picture
0: try again stop uh how about we do it this way I'll share my twitter feed because it's on twitter too
1: are you on ww.com yep
0: there you go how about that
1: whoa you
0: see it Bray wyatt uh, that's and if I click on it. Yeah. Yep. WWE has come to terms on the release of Bray White. We wish him all the best in his future endeavors. Wow. And the internet has exploded. Wow. Not to interrupt that, but um, that's uh Yeah. I hope you know, I hope that he's okay. That's probably the biggest thing. Like that's a bit now that could be a game changer if he can end up going to AW. <laughs> you know, like that's that's one of those names that we keep waiting for that would go somewhere and you know, like Malachi Black and whatnot so yeah um this is on wwe.com so it it's uh it's not april 1st is it greg it's it's july, july yeah we passed
1: april 1st uh, wow I yeah. had a whole big um uh, theory Sorry about on that. on bray wyatt all figured and out now that in my head had, too
0: <laughs> and that is gone Wow. Um, anyways, so that's uh, there's got to be something more with you know either he's just mentally not there or he. I mean, I guess he could be done. It's funny because Braun Strowman said, "Come to me, brother." So yeah. Um. All right. Wow. Well, uh, Shocking. Like half my Twitter feed is yeah. That's like. We've never broken news on this show until today. Right. Now he, uh, so I I hate to interrupt your thinking on that, but that is a that's a game changer, as they say. Like that's I wonder if he even has like you know if he could just sign anywhere now, like. Um. So Karen no. Cross <laughs> and Keith. <keep playing. laughs> I guess that's a uh, yeah. Any more? Did you have any more thoughts on carrying cross?
1: Uh, well, I've been watching closely what they're doing with him. Um, yeah. it, it, the booking did make sense, in the sense that you know if he's gonna have his first match back. You no, know, number one, why take an L? But it's set up a program. Okay, I'll I'll accept that. Um, but. It uh doesn't make sense that you know, he Keith Lee also they're trying to relaunch him only to have him lose both his matches since his return. So um I don't see the logic in doing so and, and I know the announcers were trying to sell it as well, he started at the top of the food chain by challenging Lashley and nothing to be ashamed about. And you know, they want to spin it further. Okay, now he's lost two champions in a row well you're still losing so you know why should we invest in you i think he i think Um, he's
0: gonna be that whole you have to go back to the the bottom 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 and you know kind of like a kevin owens where he was on a high and then he kind of had to eat some else to braun Strowman and all that and you know kind of find his way so hopefully keith Lee if I, i i have faith in the guy. But then again, you talk about mentally—is he going to be there? Because you know he was off the shelf for whatever reason. He keeps saying he's going to talk about on his own time, and I guess that's what we have to see. What? What was it? You know, there was something about yeah. maybe he was trying to get his name trademarked, which is kind of odd because usually you just do that to WWE. So I don't know, you know. But yeah, we're going to hear we're going to hear his side. I mean, granted, we probably have to hear WWE's side, but we'll never hear their side. So we're just going to have to take his side for what it is and see where that where that fits into you know everything. But I mean, I could say I like the guy. I think he he can he's just got a look. He's mm-hmm. different, and you know that's what I thought WWE would like. You know, something like that. So
1: yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, he he had some plenty of shine and momentum coming in, um, coming off of you know. SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, and then, uh, you know, beating Randy Orton in his first match on Raw. Uh, and then it's, it's all been downhill since then. So, you know, what happened? So I'm as curious as anybody else to see what the whole, you know, behind the music on this thing is. Because now that seen all that momentum, all that um, favor he had is all gone. And, you know, now he's... You know, eating, eating L's every week and, um, you know, not looking even that good. On it. No. And not
0: even looking that good. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you got to wonder mentally is he there emotionally? You know, is he just going through the motions? So, um, and it's funny, you did mention Mason T. They got defeated by Mustafa Ali Mansour. So that would be, I, I'm liking the idea of those two guys together Mansoor Mansoor sorry and Mustafa Ali kind of rebuilding Mansoor after you know undefeated streak of 15 and oh or whatever he was um and you know it's it's an interesting dynamic because you know we don't we don't see very often you know legit characters of that elk so you know I'll be I'm mm. kind of buying this tag team and you got the you know Ali trying to get him to this side, Mansoor trying to pull him to that side. It's, it's not quite yeah. the Randy Orton, you know, uh, Matt Riddle stuff, but it's it's its own thing, where it's like Ali's really trying to guide him the right way, even though it's probably not the right way. I think that's what it more, you know, with Orton and Riddle, Orton is trying to show Riddle the right way, or the wrong way in a right, you know, it's kind of a different dynamic. So, how are, are you showing him
1: the that? Orton way?
0: Yes, yes. Whereas Ali has shown him the Ali way, which, you know, we think could work, too. So uh, what about uh, Mansoor and Ali as a tag team, Greg?
1: Um, I'm with you. They take a side. Um, are they going to go to the dark side or they're going to be, uh, you know, Jedis? So, you know, again, with a white hat or the black hat, I think there would be interesting if, if Ali succeeds and pulls mansoor over to the dark side and they become like a really good um heel tag team yeah and uh, just their skill sets the way they um the way they perform it it would be really interesting uh, as baby faces i'm not so in love with it but i think they could do a lot of damage as a a, a heel team
0: it's funny because I loved Ali as a baby face on 205 Live. It was it's a weird dynamic. Now he's been able to pull off the heel side because I wasn't sure if he could. So um, we saw some other things. Lashley defeated Cedric Alexander and Sean Benjamin. We're gonna get Goldberg back on Monday. Obviously, Goldberg and Lashley, that's gonna be the plan. Not much more to say on that because you know we kind of already did. Uh Riddle defeated John Morrison. Uh Nothing there. We kind of already talked about Riddle. Uh, Reginald defeated R-Truth in a 24-7 match, 24-7 championship match. We saw Reggie last night as well. We'll get into that aspect later on. And then how about finally, Charlotte Fair defeated Nikki Ash, but then (laughs) Nikki Ash wants a rematch for next week, which will probably means that Rhea Ripley will get involved because they've already shown the graphic that all three of these women are going for the title at SummerSlam. So it's kind of dumb to play up a contenders match for this because we already know she's in the match. But like I said, I think we'll get a rematch. We'll get Rhea Ripley involved, and then maybe they'll go home show. Rhea Ripley will want to go one-on-one with Nikki Ash. Is that all correct, Greg?
1: (laughs) Pretty close. Um, (laughs) I, I can see Charlotte and Rhea still trying to show their 1A and 1B, and Nikki is number three. So, um, really playing the underdog story um, to its full effect and seeing if people come along with it. From um, What I'm seeing so far, they are, um, but we got to see if it has legs, if this is just a, like a novelty. Right. And the whole, you know, I can do it, I'm almost a hero, yada, yada, if it really gets over or if this is just like the flavor of the month, and then we're going to be off that. And because it does look odd seeing Nikki with the championship, with standing in between Charlotte and Rhea. Um, but if they sell it hard enough, push it hard enough, it can work plenty of times before. Um, you know, if that was Oscar standing in there between them instead of Nikki be buying it hook line and sinker so um you know uh, in the earlier version of oscar not the uh, job squad oscar that we're having right now so it, it's possible it's doable but they gotta really go hard with it to get everybody to buy it otherwise guess, uh it's going to be another wasted storyline
0: is it maybe too late for the superhero stuff because i was thinking my brain like like, you know, when the Avengers were big, everybody was on the superhero train. I I mean, this Avengers are still big, but are they, you know, as big as it, you know, it was? So maybe, and maybe Nikki tried to push for this years ago. Who knows? You know, maybe it just took some time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm what do you think, Greg? Do you think it is just too late for the superhero thing or is it just too out there for you?
1: it's not too late. It's just the, um, still on the fence, but it, and just because it's so new and, you know, she's maybe just now reached a full month since her transformation, mm-hmm. uh, into the superhero character. So, um, you know, it still has that new car smell on it. You uh, know, how's it, how's it going to drive once? You know that's gone, and we see every week. You know, after week after week after week, are we gonna get tired of it, or is it going to, you know, that kind of thing that grows on you and now I like it, uh, Mm kind of like an Ortonville. So it's still kind of a wait and see with her. Um, I'm rooting for her. I'm. I'm You love
0: sanity, Nikki.
1: I love Sanity Nikki. Still, <laughs> still tipping forties out for Sanity Nikki, uh, but I'm trying to look at it with an open mind and giving the storyline some time to, to marinate and seeing if it, you know, takes its full flavor on. So, and I think a lot of us are going to be that way. Is this really viable, or you know, just WWE level of hokey? So, I mean, it worked for the he, hurricane he for a long right time,
0: now. it feels like. You know, like the hurricane. Maybe maybe that was as long as I thought, but I feel like the hurricane was a thing forever, but <laughs> maybe that wasn't as long. And, of course, it helped that you had the rock kind of giving likes to it and Stone Cold and whatnot. Uh, wasn't there the Royal Rumble spot when, like, the hurricane tried to choke slam both of them, or is maybe Triple H and Stone Cold or something like that, he tried to choke slam both of them, and, you know, so –
1: I guess with, right. you
0: know, Nikki and doing it with Charlotte, you know, that's probably the best shot of it trying to succeed because – They did have the
1: hurricane holding a major title, though. So
0: Yes, that's true. That is true. That you – and know, never hold a you – yeah, know, money to bank. But, yeah, so uh, – well, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. But as we reported, <laughs> Bray Wyatt uh, has been released by WWE. I mean, this is – my Twitter feed is still just kind of – I keep, like – refreshing and seeing more people tweet out about it so that is whew, that is some news because and on like a saturday like i mean unless there's a con you know contract timing or something but i mean you know you really see a punk on his wedding day so why not release <laughs> bray white on a on a saturday so let's do a quick commercial break uh for some elite performance maybe bray white will be in the elite one day because you know he's he's uh, he's off to greener pastures now so uh if you want to get elite get in touch with elite performance ready to rock and roll uh wow i still can't get over this but i'll get over eventually <laughs> like this what a way just to wreck the show wwe with you know saying uh Brave. impact wrestling do you think that's a fit for him now that i'm like thrown out idea I, and you think he'd be too big of a fish there
1: yeah, too definitely too big of a fish. Are they even back in front of crowds yet? Uh, I think I they have the last... yeah.
0: And they got uh, some but... paper or they have some impact plus event tonight. Um it's called uh homecoming, and they're gonna um crown a king and queen. <laughs> uh whatever oh, no. that means. Okay. I know yeah. so so no, AW is probably I mean, big. I don't see him going to like independence stuff, like i feel like it's gotta be a or a w or but you know like art do whatever's next you know
1: like yeah i don't know if they still doing their uh they were doing a, a gimmick called the undead realm mm-hmm. so it's like you know, the Sue young the, and all that yeah so the the fiend but into the undead realm kind of backdrop but um yeah, he's unless he comes in right uh, and immediately wins the championship, it could be a way to elevate uh, the whole brand and bring eyes just because of, you know, it's going to break the internet again, um, maybe on a smaller scale than his release, but he'd have to come in at the very top, and then see what happens. Um, I was,
0: now I'm like thinking the dark order. Could he fall in Brody's footsteps?
1: I thought that too. I thought that too. But they're, they're so, you know, baby. Now, you know, how are you going to get them turned back? You have to bring in a whole new Dark Order, and just cast the current members out. You know, are we going to buy Order, a black and white, Dark and white?
0: Dark Order red and red and black, red and, <laughs> red and um, black. But yeah, right. I yeah. I mean, I feel like. I almost just wonder if he'll just be gone, you know, maybe he just disappeared for a little bit and then shows back, you know, and gets whatever's going Cause there's like, I mean, I hate, I hate saying there's something going on, but you got to think, you know, there's, there's two sides of the story. So, um, yeah, I just wonder where in the world he's going to end up next. Cause it just feels like a W or nothing. So, right. all right. Well, as we said, breaking news, Bray White released where he heads off to. I don't know. So um, let's get to NXT. We kind of saw the beginning of the night. Pete Dunne and Only Lorcan defeat Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher. We also saw the return of Ridge Holland. I don't remember if Ridge Holland was with anybody. I know he was there. I think he did a couple singles event or singles matches. Then he got hurt. I think he's a good fit for this whole team. We still don't know what they're called because, you know, it was with McAfee and now, you know, McAfee's on um, SmackDown. So, um, yeah, I'll be curious to see where the Ridge Holland, you know, um, who's the guy out, Uh, Danny Burch, he's still injured. So I guess it makes Mm -hmm. sense to fill that in. I mean, I'd still love McAfee to somehow bring him to SmackDown. And, you know, let that play up. So, um, yeah, what do you think, Greg, about the whole Tomasa Champa and Timothy Thatcher versus Pete Dunne and Only Lorkin and then the debut of – or, sorry, the reemergence of, you know um, – now I've lost my train Ray of thought. Ray White – yeah, no, 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 that, whatever it was. You have at it. Yeah. <laughs> I got too many – I'm multitasking. I need to stop. Focus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. You Look at that picture of Bray that's throwing you off a- um, I need an X on my Twitter. It's, <laughs> yeah, um, it's you know we're we're laying the groundwork for a new story, so I'm all for it. Um, I remember the uh, Rich Holland introduction. Um, you know, it looks like a million bucks. You know, he had that Australian accent. Was a rugby player or something like that. And uh, I remember him being a hired mercenary and came in. And, I believe he took out somebody from the undisputed era Hmm. uh, before he got hurt. Um, And he's been gone uh, ever since. I thought he was on uh, Team McAfee, but that came just before Team McAfee was assembled. Um, So uh, I like the little taste I had of of, uh, his ring work and, You know, everything beforehand Uh, It looks like a brute And, you know, we are used to Nice smash mouth matches With all these guys Uh, Mm -hmm. Dunn, Lurkin, Ciampa Thatcher So he fits right into the mix And now he becomes the biggest dog In the mix Because he's Uh, a
0: bigger guy physically too
1: Right So I think that kind of helps their image Exactly so he fits right in uh, and it, it sets you know the ground for a whole uh, new set of matches now we're gonna have to find somebody to come in on the thatcher and champ side, otherwise it's gonna be three on twos for the next you know month or two well, we know that sure. yeah no they, so they're gonna have to bring somebody, bring somebody in and i'm sure there's plenty of guys who uh can use that shine so uh, you know, maybe one of the guys in the breakout tournament, or maybe one of the guys, um, who were, you know, in the PC and not getting much time, but you know, they're ready to come up and, you know, be into a feud like this. It's not at the top of the card, but it's in a spot that'll get a lot of eyes on it because of the characters involved. So I almost was going to um, say
0: Bronson Reed, but I feel like Bronson Reed is headed for bigger things. So, right. You, know, you wonder, like, That'd be a guy, um, and another side note: Man, NXT loves their Australians, don't they? Because we, you know, they—I know they did a little tryout camp there a few years back, and they're really taking advantage of those guy, of guys and girls because we have a lot of Australian flavor <laughs> in NXT, and now with um, yeah. T getting up in, uh, you know, WWE main rosters. So, All
1: right, Andrea, she from Australia? Also.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, and I not and like Bronson Reed is australian so i believe um all right so here's the big news for greg samoa joe back to competitive wrestling so we're just gonna throw him the title at nxt takeover right
1: absolutely this is what i expected to happen Um, now real quick
0: will he be a transitional champion or will he be a
1: long-term champion Mm. <laughs> at least through the end of the year. Okay. So we figured it's going to happen at the, okay, it'll be August when it happens. Yeah. Um, so you can see it, you know, by uh, being, say there's going to be an event, New Year's, or right at the end of December. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a good spot for him to, you know drop it to whomever so there's a good half half a year reign okay that's and i can get and, on uh, that. yeah so not too long students to shine the other guys but it's a whole collection of uh great matchups you know waiting for him gargano cole uh o'reilly with with Joe's character he go you know against the heels and the babies and um you know all the matches are going to be amazing so
0: Somebody brought up, Greg, Walter and Joe, and I was like, Ooh. oh, my God. Like, <laughs> can you they're, can you imagine what their chest will look like after <laughs> that match? Like, I don't even – like, you better have, like, two or three doctors on hand. But somebody said – you know, I, this is on Twitter, but they're like, what if Walter retain, Joe wins, and you just have to stare down at the end of the night? And I'm like, yes, sign me up. Like <laughs> – as they as they do that um you know show or take all my money <laughs> uh futurama meme yep. and all the other ones so uh even yeah. though i'm greg i'm kind of i'm kind of called maybe walter loses to um the, the drag dragonoff i think is his name or and yeah. uh I, I it feels like it's time but then again if he wins like yeah samoa joe walter in a match like <laughs> You know, maybe you do a champion versus champion type night for NXT and NXT UK. If you don't want to, you know, I always keep saying include NXT. Like we did the NXT one night for um, Survivor Series. And I think they won the evening. Didn't? They won like six of the matches or whatever right. they swept or, I mean, you know, the main card. I think SmackDown won. But anyway, you know, and then they've never done it since. And I'm like, why not? You know, so but maybe you could do NXT UK and NXT if you want to do some Survivor Series type transparency, so um, yeah, well, the the Samoa Joe stuff was good, you know, just signing all there, and I mean, I guess we're going to see, it. good to see him back, because, you know, we didn't know, like, you know, we'd heard maybe he might not wrestle again. I didn't think, I thought maybe he might go somewhere for a short run, you know, but like they said, he was pretty much let go, and Triple H made a call a couple hours later. Like it was, you know, there was never any doubt that he was probably going to leave. So, because he's too good behind the scenes too. I think, I think you want him as a coach, as a producer, as a, you know, agent, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, you know, that's like Champa. Like I've heard Champa's kind of done stuff behind the scenes to kind of work into that role. So I think Samoa Joe's just too strong of a mind to lose, you know, no matter what. So I'm glad that they, You know, kept him around, and uh, now we'll get to see him back in the ring. And do we think he pulls out the muscle buster? Because we haven't seen that in a while. Do you think they'll let him pull that back out?
1: I doubt it. Um,
0: As long as Tyson can to the TJ factor, you know. Yeah.
1: You know, it's you know. I don't know if TJ is still in the in the wheelchair or not because of. The muscle busters. I don't think he'll he'll be able to use the muscle busters long as he's in WWE uh, because of that. So, uh, but Joe is it was the only way it could happen. You know, I I figured that he's not gonna be Regals heavy for that long. He's down there to get back in the ring, and unless he has some undisclosed injury we don't know about uh, of a. Edge or page type of magnitude where you know he can't be back in the ring anymore. That uh, he would be back and he's going to be wrestling. So, you know, this is the the writing was on the wall as soon as he came back and he started having those face offs with Cross. And once uh, he got put to sleep by Cross, it was a wrap and we knew what was happening. And this puts a pretty little bow on. Uh, how you get the title off of them, how he's in, cross up to the main roster and transition the belt and, you know, reshuffle the deck um, at the top. So uh, it's a perfect, perfect storm pretty much. And um, so we totally expect the, the title to change hands uh, once we get to uh, the next takeover just to, uh dot all the I's and cross all the T's and, you know, send everybody on their way.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had Carmella Hayes defeat Josh Briggs in a um, NXT breakthrough match. I didn't really, both guys looked okay. I, you know, I kind of, I think I was kind of watching in the background. Is there any thoughts there, Greg? I, I mean, we've seen Carmella Hayes on a couple times. That's why I was kind of surprised he picked up the win. Cause usually we say, Oh, you know, like with the, um, Ikaman Giro guy, he'd been on a few times, so he didn't have, I don't think Carvel necessarily needed the win. Do you think he did?
1: No, um, all these guys we, we don't know. Um, so it's yeah, you could have chosen either one of them and been fine with it. Um, but it seems like Hayes is going to be the favorite in this thing, so that's what I'm getting from it. But Tim already making these couple of appearances now being this tournament. And get wins, that uh, the rise on the wall for him being the one who wins it.
0: And of course, we got the Dakota type Dakota Kai turn we've been clamoring for. They sure <laughs> they sure played that thing out though. It, it felt like the um, <laughs> the false ending, you know, where they used to show the logo and then like Champa would take out Gargano or so. You know, you'd have the the actual finish. So. You know, I was, I don't know who I was waiting for to come out, but I'm just like, well, come on, you got to do it now. Like, you know, and even then she's like, I'll always have your back. I'm like, there we go. Come on, this, you know, get to it. And it's funny Mm -hmm. because, like we said, it's the the little, you know, it's a smaller gal, almost like Shawn Michaels being jealous of diesel type aspect. So that's why I'm kind of all in it. And I, I guess at first I was like, oh, you got three weeks to build this, but. You know, I think you'll be able to build it fine. So, and and it is funny to think that Dakota will be the heel and you have Raquel's the face because you would have thought it'd be opposite, just based on how they look and all that. But I I think but I think it's going to help both women. And then again, it, it's going to be interesting where Dakota will go after, because you know you got to think if she doesn't win the title, then where else can she go? So, uh, I loved it. It was it was weird that happened in the middle of the night, but then again, you know, we kind of saved for what we had at the end of the night. And it is, you know, it was an interesting kind of turn. It just, it took a little bit longer, (laughs) but it played out the way it probably should have. So.
1: Yeah. We saw it coming. It was just, they, they really slow burn it. And when they're doing these segments, drag them out and drag them out try to get you that false sense of security before bam, it happens and the whole time i there, okay wait for it wait for it wait wait and it's oh. <laughs> you know and then right as you fall asleep bam it happens and uh so we knew it's coming they just love to drag out as far as humanly possible before they do it and this time they did the same thing you know i always have you back and you know have her turn her back and, and then the boot comes from out of nowhere, from off camera, and you know puts her down. So I was like, okay, there we go, because it's, it's you know that's the match to make for uh, takeover. You know, it's going to be right there with SummerSlam is you know probably one of the biggest cards of the year, and there was nobody else to put in that aside from uh, Dakota. So when this yeah. whole promo started, like, okay, this is the time. And they finally pulled the trigger on it.
0: Or, like you know, like we said, I guess you could have done Oscar for a one night only thing, and then maybe had Dakota turn on her there, because you know then you have what's going to happen now. But I think you, ha- you know, like we said, I think there's no other choices right now. So um, we also saw, I know maybe Rose was in the backstage talking to some two girls, and then you have Frankie Monet trying to get her the her life all organized. But we also had we had Casey and Kaita defeat Frankie Monet and Jesse Camilla Camilla, sorry, because of a an inter, interference you know caused by Robert Stone. So I assume Robert Stone will be out of his way on off on his way somewhere else soon enough. I feel like they're gonna ping pong him between Mandy Rose and Frankie Monet, you know, trying to trying to see where he can land. Does that seem about where it might go, Greg, with Robert Stone, or do we just see him out of the out of the whole picture, and who knows where he goes?
1: Uh, I think it's only a matter of time within the next couple of weeks before he just gets dropped, literally, by a right hand from Frankie Monet, and you know he's is sent, sent back packing. You know, you're out because you know he's probably going to cost her another match. And, uh, you know, Lawera Loca's not going to have that. And uh, he's going to be gone. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up on the main roster, not as Robert Stone, but a version of Robbie E that we saw in Impact. Um, you know, they, they love to bring up the people from NXT and pretend that they have never seen them before. Uh, it'd be a good time to take the suit off of them. Um, you know, underneath that, he's, you know, he's pretty, he's pretty jacked and, uh, you know, can play a, a Miz type character. Um, so, you know, give him a new presentation and put him on, uh, the main roster and have him do a singles thing.
0: Or have him... Hook up with Reginald and they can be the the fashionistas, right? <laughs> they can be the new fashion police. <laughs> Cause you know, they both love their weird tight pants with no socks and uh the tightest suit jackets True. I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, I was I was kind of thinking about them like wonder if maybe maybe Robert Stone tries to, you know, become the manager of Reginald, try to, you know, you know, book him, you know, carry his, his man per his Merce as they call it, um, around. So, um, Imperium defeated hit row kind of, kind of a surprise there. Cause you think you'd want hit row to kind of build some momentum. I think Imperium could lose here and there and still be fine. So were you kind of surprised that hit row took the yell there, Greg, against Imperium?
1: Yes and no. Um, I love Imperium. So, um, I'm not surprised that they won Um, just how they good, how good they are in the ring. And um, they really seem to have a, you know, a chemistry, a dynamic to them that most teams don't have. Um, And you need to set up the rivalry with the hit row. So they're going to have to get wins somewhere. And then that's going to set up the game warfare and which means they're going to have to bring in excuse me bring in another another member and you know walter's always looming in the background so you can definitely see a four on four match happening uh you know maybe at at takeover with um walter and you know the rest of imperium against hit row um I'd say you need four people, but maybe War Games down the road. True, and right now you only have three male characters on both sides, so I'm I'm thinking of Beefab because they're all because they're smart. But um, so you really only need you know three on three, and it would set up nicely. So it would be a a match that we want to see on you know a pay per view card because. We have, it's a match we haven't seen before, and it's an interesting matchup. So, you know, we're we're loving to hit row stuff, and we know what Imperium Imperium brings to the table. So, uh, I would definitely be, you know, sitting there with my popcorn ready to watch that match.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And then finally, we had Adam Cole defeat Bronson Reed, but we saw the return of Kyle Riley taking out Adam Cole. I've said it all along. I think we need a loser leaves NXT style match or some has got to, there's going to be some stipulation. I mean, you know, we've already done unsanctioned, then we did a straight up match. So it's going to be curious to see what avenue they go as far as this match goes. Any thoughts, Greg, on what the final match should be for Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly? I think we're going to see Bronson Reed on the main roster probably after SummerSlam, or you know, maybe they'll start showing vignettes for him soon because I feel like that would be, you know, I don't. There's nothing more for him to do. You know, he took the Elder Adam Cole, and now it's time to go up and uh, spread your wings on the main roster to see what you could do there.
1: Yeah, and he's going to look great on the main roster. I think uh, people are going to dig him, and um, he's going to do fine. And uh, I'm hoping his, his head is on straight, and so he doesn't suffer the same fate that uh, Keith Lee has. Um as far as Cole and O'Reilly go, um, I agree with you. No, this this company is not big enough for the both of them. So as long as one's around, you're always going to have that uh, percolate in the background. So we do need to split them up. So, you know, a, a loser leaves. sounds like the most logical thing. Um, and we need a match that... That's going to give them that uh, five star send off. So Mm -hmm. uh, maybe bring down Hell in a Cell for one night only, or because I don't think we've seen a Hell in a Cell match on an NXT show. Nope. So we haven't. That would be a rivalry that would warrant a Hell in a Cell match. Um, Otherwise, you know, we've already done a sanction. no disqualifications. And,
0: or do you do best and, out like two out of three fall, you know, the, the old school two out of three falls since they each got a pin over the guy, you know, maybe the first one or, or Iron Man. Do they maybe do a third, you know, I don't know if I want to see, I I'm kind of over 60 minute Iron Man. I think 30 minutes, probably, I think a 30 minute yeah. for TV is probably much better. You know, right. it's still funny to think that WrestleMania had a 60 minute, Iron Man match for the WWF title now that we really look back on things. But, and even that had some, you know, even that had some slow, that's the thing. Like you get those slowdown moments and you're just like, what, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough sell anymore. You know, I think back in the day when there wasn't much wrestling, I could see it, you know, Oh wow. These two, but now if we see the same two guys going at it, it's like, do they need 60 minutes to tell a story where 30 minutes, you know, is fine. So um yeah i'm gonna be you know i mm. think it should be like you said i think they need the proper send-off too and i feel like adam cole is the guy to get called up especially if you go to smackdown and you play up that aspect like you know you have mcafee playing up you know kind of both sides of the fence how would they have him interact with you know adam cole on there so i'd be interested to see how that would play out. uh any more thoughts on nxt there greg
1: yeah, it would be interesting to see him go to SmackDown just because um, it would be ludicrous to have Pat McAfee not acknowledge, hmm. there's, using a SmackDown, not acknowledge Adam Cole. Um, You know, those two were nominated for an SP because yeah. from, uh, you know, him kicking Adam Pohl in the head. So, you know, he can't oh. come up and act like oh, he's just another wrestler. You know, there's got to kind of be that that hate that uh, you hear from, you know, Jr. when and Tony Giovanni when Don Callis sits at the desk or MJF comes at the desk. Um, so you got to do that if he's going to go to SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Going to RAW for that for, for that reason would, would make more sense in my mind. If they um, don't want to
0: do that aspect,
1: right? Um, you know, but McAfee's there to be kind of that commentator so Mm -hmm. um, I don't see why he wouldn't lean into that you know that I got the best of this guy Um, but I don't think they would do that so I think Cole would end up on Raw Um, I'm still not a big fan of it just because of the way that you know him as a smaller wrestler would be treated so hopefully, you know, he gets by on crowd reaction because when he comes up, I think the, the fans are going to love it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to be ready for it. I don't know if, if Vince is going to dig it. So that's the only thing that scares me about him being on the main roster at all. Otherwise, I'd love to see it, you know, hear his promos, see him working against, you know, the top guys.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's take another commercial break for some Realty Talk with Sean Nugent. Just in case you missed us blabbing on about it, Bray Wyatt gone from WWE officially re- officially released. We are still taking it in. I see my Twitter feed blowing up. There are people saying he should go AW and be part of the Dark Order. So you know you're going to see that. Uh, you know we, I kind of think he just needs some time away from everything and get mentally right. You know, kind of like um, Big Cass. It seemed like Big Cass had hit that wall where he just didn't know what he wanted and then he's back and it seems like he's found his way back and uh he's yeah. got some match on impact homecoming tonight so we'll see how that all plays out but uh realty talk with sean nugget and we'll be right back to give you fight for fallen, breaking of course key us in on the live event aspect of it and uh some interesting booking decisions at fight for the phone and where those things are going
1: what's up everybody it's your boy dan over at bwsports1.com and black and white sports and i'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home now's the time and i got just the person for you mr sean nugent aka rockstar realtor himself 317-503-8322 put that home on the market Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you.
0: All right. Well, here we go. We're not going to tease it anymore. AEW gave us it right away. I thought it might have been reverse, Greg, for you. I thought we might have seen Nick Gage and Jericho at the beginning of the night and then the wait in Dark Order at the end of the night, they said, F this. We're going to give you the the 10-man ten, ten elimination tag match, and then we'll go Nick Cage. Nick Gage. I keep wanting to say Nick Cage because, you know, Nicholas Cage. Um, but I think there was a Johnny Cage. Never mind, Mortal Kombat. But anyways, um, then we saw that at the end, and uh, all about Dominoes being involved with that as well. So, so here it is. First off, I love the entrance of the Little I'll never get over that, that entrance of Space Jam and all that stuff and them all rocking the Jordans that I really want, even though I don't have 500 bucks right now, Greg, to spend on Space Jam 2016 re-released Jordans as much as I would love to, um, even though that's probably reasonably priced for shoes <laughs> compared to Jordan. <laughs> brand. You know what? So um, I love the Dark Order. They had the Cowboy... Intro for them. They all came out with masks, you know, or sorry, bandanas, and you know, playing that up. Really, really solid match. Let's just get to it though. The elite won. <laughs> and now I'm hearing and reading that it's not gonna be Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page at all out. Either that's a red hair raid for us or a decoy or aw. They're banking on Brian Danielson or CM Punk, you know, challenging Kenny Omega at all out. I mean, it's, I don't know, Greg, it, you have, you have hangman Adam page. We've said this all along. This story writes itself, you know, the coordination, the coming out party, the everything, you know, if you want to wait it out to full gear, sure. But I feel like it's right there for you. Chicago's a hot band, Like what more? You know, unless they're worried that, you know, if you have CM Punk, if you have Daniel Bryan showing up, does that overshadow it? Probably, but still, you could play it up, you know, down on dynamite, and the, you know, but, and I don't know who else you're going to put in against Kenny Omega at this point. I mean, so let me know your own thoughts, Greg. You know, I, I like the match. You know, there's a, what, there was the slam dunk thing that happened. There was a double count out. Um, Kotler uh, got involved. He It was funny. Kotler had the goon squad <laughs> jersey on, whereas all the rest of them had the toon squad, which is funny. They probably should have been the goon squad because that's the bad guys, but whatever. That's a whole nother – that's a, that's an argument I don't really care about. But, you know, um, you know, if Carl Anderson, I think, was the first one out. Gallows was that, you know, towards there. And then, you know, you had Omega get the, the last, you know, kind of – hit the one wing angel to uh, twice, I believe, or at least two key triggers on hangman at a page and picks up the win. And I was just like, what? (laughs) And I thought, Greg, the crowd was kind of like a little let down the rest of the night. I mean, they were still bringing it. But, you know, that was like a what the (laughs) WTF moment, you know, like what's going on. So break it down for me as well. What do you think about all this booking for hangman at a page right now?
1: Yeah, um, great match. Um, the place was rocking from that first that first entrance with uh, Cowboy and Dark Order. Uh, loved those entrances. They were so good. Um, it was deafening in there. Yeah. Um Much better presentation for the Dark Order. They should keep that. <laughs> um, but the, the way they did because it, the lights, lights the bandanas. Right. We have one extra
0: one for Brody Lee, which I didn't notice, but somebody all brought that up on Twitter. There's a final uh, spotlight at the end of whoever the last guy is. And that was kind of a cool little thing. So uh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, keep going.
1: Yeah, it it was great. Um, That that interest was amazing. Um, They looked more legit than I've seen them look um, since their inception, pretty much. Yeah. and then the uh the basketball entrance with the uh elite was uh, again great so many things to distract your eyes you didn't see it roll out the uh the little ticker tape to bust through when they get to the ring um and it's the perfect place to do it you know we're in north carolina uh home of UNC tar heels home of the duke blue devils um you know basketball is a religion out here and so uh, it's the right place to do it and they were doing a cross-promotional thing with um, HBO HBO max and uh, with them being a time Warner company so it fit that the elite would be the ones to be um, you know the goon squad or the tune squad but um, the match was was fantastic the crowd was on their feet the whole time. Um, the action just never stopped. All and, over the place. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. Um, fighting into the stands. And um, But you're right with, with the finish. You know, it was set up for, you know, Cowboy to save the day. You know especially after watching that promo to get everybody hype what is a cowboy a cowboy does this the cowboy does that the cowboy does this and so you totally expect them to him to find a way to pull it out and um and it happened so yeah it, it took some air out of the balloon it didn't go out the whole night but it took some time to get it back
0: yeah uh, that's probably more of my thinking because I'll yeah. bring up the match next that I wasn't sure that the crowd was into as much. But, yeah, sorry. Keep going.
1: Right. Um. So we were all bummed that, you know, Heyman didn't get the win. Um. From the beginning, I, I had my suspicions because I thought the Dark Order was the wrong team to take into this type of a, a fight. Um. Just seeing kind of the caricatures the Dark Order had become compared to the beginning of the... The Dark Order, Mm -hmm. and them being a much more sinister faction, and now they're, you know, becoming, uh, you know, kind of cartoons of, of that. Yeah. So I've never liked that he was aligning with with these guys. Um, so I'm not surprised. I don't like the the finish, like like you said. Um, but it any the case, there's something bigger on the horizon. So all the rumors with Punk or Brian or Punk and Brian seems to be looking that way. And with all the uh, announcements that were made over the course of this show, um, I think that's where they're going and in, in course correcting on Hangman and going with uh, one or the other, Punk or Brian.
0: Or do they get somebody from New Japan? I mean, do they get Jay White? He's kind of showed up on Impact Wrestling. I mean, I wonder if they'll bring him in to kind of try to take out Omega at All Out. But I don't know who else. You know, I don't know who else from New Japan would really fit because nobody. You know, I don't. I don't follow it as much as I should. But um, yeah, it's got. You feel like, like you said, is there a bigger story out there? That's what we have to see. So, Uh, but real quick, the next match I wanted to talk about was the FTR and um, Santana and Ortiz. It felt like the crowd was kind of out of that one. Was that my view on TV, Greg? Or do you think the crowd was into that? It didn't feel like the crowd was into it as much as they should have been.
1: Yeah, you're right. It was,
0: right. Any, it was no, kind of like dead right. air. Like they're just no, I don't know if maybe we just hyped it up too much or they just don't work well together, you know, because they're they're not really the same type of teams, but they're both Slow, mechanical type teams. And then um, the one, uh, which I always forget, uh, he got a piece of something in his arm. And like they're bandaging. Yeah. I mean, he was bleeding pretty good for most yeah. of the match. So that could have taken the speed away from it. So, um, but yeah, let me know your own thoughts, Greg, on FTR. FTR picks with the win, which I'll go, I think they needed the win. We've said before, they've kind of lost the steam with the whole pinnacle stuff. I thought them and Tully was a better pairing and kind of going after tag teams. And we already blew the load with, you know, young bucks. So what were you going to do after that? So, you know, I think they needed the win there. And, but I personally felt like the crowd just seemed like it was a little, maybe they didn't know who they wanted to root for either. Like, you know, I think both, you know, most wrestling fans love tag teams and love both these tag teams. So maybe it's like, well, we're just gonna politely sit here and, <laughs> and watch the match like a you know like a like a Japan, sorry, a Japan show.
1: Yeah, um, it was. They booked it in the wrong place. That that was yeah. very obvious from the beginning. Um, we just had this huge, huge five on five with twists and turns and ooze and ahs for almost a half an hour, and you barely have time to to take your breath and, you know, take your seat again before these guys are coming out. And you would have been much better off putting, um, you know, the women's match in there or the the Jurassic Express match in there um, just to, you know, not discrediting uh, those matches, but, you know, to give us you know, a time to uh, let digest. the 505 digest and get back into it because it was too much too soon with how important those matches were. Um, so, you know, we're still uh, processing the, what we saw in the first match while this match was going on. So, yeah, you're right. the 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 crowd did kind of deaden for... A little bit while this match was going on and in freak accident to uh cash that's okay. and where uh, he was doing uh top rope move he got pushed off the top rope and apparently his uh bicep hit the metal between the uh ring post and the turnbuckle uh hook and just scraped so, it Ugh. Yeah, uh, like a pretty, pretty deep gash. Yeah, they uh, were
0: trying to bandage him up there during most of that match. It looked like. So.
1: Yeah, uh, it was close to the to the end. It was yeah in that last fifteen percent of That's the match, true. and yeah, he, he immediately got done off the apron and went over to where the <laughs> uh, the docks were, yeah. and the match ended not long after that. So, um, you know, it was a good match for what it was. Um, it could have been better. Um it definitely could have should have been booked in a different spot um, yeah. for for match that was that important. They they built it up the right way. Um, you know, had the little promos and um, you know, I I would love what was going on going into it uh, with the buildup, but uh, it was just they put it in the wrong spot on the show. And that's the only thing that took away from it.
0: And then I did kind of bypass Ricky Starks had his little celebration with the, the New Orleans Jazz Band. Brian Cage takes out all the parties in that. You know, we're still getting Brian Cage and Ricky Starks going at each other. I don't know if Brian Cage needs anybody. I think this is a way for him to rebuild himself. So I kind of bypassed that because that was our little buffer between, but I don't think it was enough. But we do have to talk about this little buffer. Darby Allen was backstage with Sting. They were talking about Rampage in Chicago on August. Let me get the date right. August 20th called the first dance. The crowd was chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. And then Darby, of course, (laughs) has to say, I'm willing to take on anyone, even the best in the world. And I'm like, what did you just do? Like, you know, why? Why would you throw that grenade? <laughs> you just literally threw that grenade in the middle of this because now, if CM Punk doesn't show up that night, that crowd is gonna shit the whole night. You know, they're until CM Punk comes out, you know, there's gonna be his chance the whole night, <laughs> and right. it's too early for AW fans to be turning on the product. You know what? It, like, WWE has built up fifty years. They can, you know, they can survive it, but um, does CM, and now this is the way, now this is the only downfall, too. If you have CM Punk debut on Rampage, you are going to have to build up every Rampage that high. You know, that that's that's a pretty high bar, or, or you know, close to it. You know, like, people are going to expect that, so does CM Punk, Greg, show up Friday, August 20th? at rampage in chicago
1: yeah he absolutely has to <laughs> um, you know there, there's been enough you know of these rumors and all the the smart marks coming out going it's a done deal it's signed it seals so deliver and everybody is you know when they get out there yeah it's official blah 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 but we're all in the on the uh, side of okay i'll believe it when i see it and they're dropping all the big hints that are out there nobody's trying to refute that it's not happening that he's not in talks or whatever and by putting this first dance this special show in chicago where we know he's from and they they did everything except put the uh the punk logo on the the screen somewhere. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Put some hands.
1: (laughs) Right. They're going to lose a lot of goodwill if he does not show up. So
0: now here's the thing. What if Ethan page comes out to call the personality and just, does (laughs) that, would that be, would that just be too much, you know, they say it's heat, but would that just be the, you know, the, the pissed off heat? And not the kind of heat you want.
1: Yeah, that's it's gonna get Matt Cardona heat because <laughs> we've done that with that's, that's we, we did that
0: with uh, Paul Heyman before. Remember, Paul Heyman came out to Punk's music at WWE once, and he's like, he's still not coming back. So, and then do, <laughs> and then you'll just do Darby and CM Punk at All Out. I mean, I think you could have a face off that Friday night, and then do um, the match at All Out.
1: Yeah, but you, you saw the, uh, mentioned the, the Matt Cardona match against uh,
0: yes Nick, Nick Gage, Gage.
1: And after he won, the crowd pelted him with beer bottles and cans and anything else that they could fit in their hand. And he already was a that's bloody the kind of, mess. <laughs> that's the kind of scene that I would expect if anybody except for CM Punk comes out the cult of personality. I mean, um, can
0: you imagine, too, writing that check for Cult of personality only for like Ethan page to come out or MJF. Like if, if I mean, and MJF could probably, that's the only thing I think MJF could, it's like Brock Lesnar. He could feed off that heat better than Ethan page. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's how you hear would be TVs switching off all over the world. It's, because- uh, you can't build it up like this and then not deliver. Uh, you know, it'd be a worse fate than the exploding barbed wire deathmatch finish. Um, you know, they they're still taking heat for that and some of the yeah. other Jericho falling into the crash pad. You know, those those fails would seem you could like have little nothing. Fails,
0: but I mean, this right. is literally Darby Allen throwing a live grenade to the. Exactly. You know, and if, if if this was done maybe 10 years ago or, you know, before the Twitter is such a big deal, it might not even be, you know, it could have been a throwaway line, but with so many, you know, they always say where well, there's smoke, there's fire. And you better have that check signed to pump now, or you better say a handshake deal or whatever you got. Cause. Whew. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah,
1: that was definitely shot spired. And when he said that, the whole place popped like you wouldn't know. I was like, you
0: don't know. I don't, don't know if say you can hear that. it on
1: TV. But oh, yeah. That, we, yeah. The, we the yeah. went nuts when he said that. I mean, they were actually and
0: punk anyway. So it's like, because what is, but all out isn't for a couple weeks. I'm surprised that they didn't put those closer, unless they're going to go back to Chicago like that Friday and Saturday or Friday and Sunday. But um, yeah, you would think, unless you want, CM Punk built for all out. That's probably your bigger thing. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, Lance Archer won, and he's going to uh, face Tan- Tanahashi in New Japan. Or in Japan, I said New Japan. Sorry. And I thought John Moxley was funny because he's like he's been wanting to do that all along, and so it's weird that they're letting Lance Archer do that. Not a bad batch, you know. They did have um, um, Haiku out there with. Hikuleo? I think it's Hikuleo?
1: Hikuleo, yeah.
0: There you go. I was going to say it right one of these days. Um, Not a bad match. Uh, Any thoughts on that, Greg, or keep moving along?
1: Yeah. I I, I remember um, that promo when uh, Tanahashi came on the screen and cut his promo. The place went bananas. And I haven't watched All Japan, New Japan, Any Japan, so... Um, I didn't know what a big deal this guy is, but the crowd knew that he's a big deal. So since as as he started talking, you know, the place started going bonkers again. So, uh, like we were saying, putting that FTR match in the wrong place, getting these little top segments in these promos, mm-hmm. that would have made a good time to do those things because the energy came back, back um, up, yeah. with the, the Chicago announcement and with Tanahashi coming out and his promo, I want to fight the winner, that brought everybody back. And the, that electricity came back. And that would have been a great time to bring TR and um, Pride and Powerful out. So that's, again, both in the wrong place. But uh, as soon as he started talking, I want to fight the winner, place went nuts again. So... I don't know who he is, but apparently from the crowd reaction, he's, he's one of the top deals. guys.
0: Yeah, and he's been top guy for a while, so it's going to be interesting to see. And it, it just goes to show, Impact, New Japan, and AW must have a pretty good relationship. Like Jay White showing up on Impact, and now you've had you know AW wrestler or uh, New Japan wrestler showing up on AW. You know, it it must be a pretty good agreement between the parties to kind of get that in. And like we said, if just somehow WWE could just say it and just be like, "Oh, you know what? This is gonna be the best for every wrestling fan," and yep. just you know do it like, we could have dream matches all over the place, and it probably would work out for everybody because you'd have trying to eyes tune into that. You know, it's just all about trying to make it work for everybody. So, mm-hmm. um, a couple matches. I'm just gonna kind of lump these together, Greg, and probably move on. You already know Christian Cage at Jurassic Express beat. Yeah, the Hardy front awesome. office, yeah. Julia Hart, <laughs> Thunder Rosa. Congrats on Thunder Rosa for signing a full deal with AW. I just bought her shirt last week, it's in my wash oh. right now. I wanted to wear it today, but I uh I always like to wash my shirts before I wear them, so especially the like WWE shirts. I don't know if you buy big W shirts, but you have to wash those things like a couple times before you could wear them because that it's always got that really stiff feel to right. it so um nothing much to talk about there should we and let's just get to the end of the night chris jericho versus nick gage pizza cutters involved two light tubes involved tables involved i believe everything but the kitchen sink and greg i don't obviously i don't think you guys saw but on tv <laughs> nick gage just a pizza cutter spot and then Domino's Pizza was a side-by-side picture. <laughs> and yeah. i didn't even pay. I usually, when they do go to picture to picture, I get on my phone and don't really, you know, pay attention because that's a commercial break. And everybody was running. And apparently Domino's had to put out a statement saying we don't condone this type of violence and all that. <laughs> and but now PBR is selling a, a PBR pizza cutter. So everybody's trying to cash in on it. Somebody had said maybe WWE had called Domino's about that. Because Domino's, you know, we always see Domino's on a on WWE's with the uh, the spot guy and all that. But this thing had I mean, this match was a bloody affair. I mean, and we knew Jericho was gonna win. Then the big announcement. <laughs> so if that wasn't enough, Greg, we get MJF coming out saying, you know, about Juventude Guerrera. I hadn't even thought about Hooventude Guerrera in 25 years. Or whatever it's been in his you know wcw days now he will be facing chris jericho in the third labor of love match or labors of jericho sorry and that's a pretty big <laughs> that's a big what you know, shows who you watched, watching who had Uvatude Guerrero Guerrero sorry on their bingo card you know for W or for wrestling re, you know showing back up because I don't know where the hell the guy's been so how was that match to watch in person, <laughs> first off, and then get into, you know, um, Juventud Guerrera and Chris Jericho? That's going to – and Jericho has to win with a move off the top rope. Yeah. Was the, ac- the extra cabinet? I forgot about that, so I apologize for getting that cabinet But I thought they were going to ban top rope moves since both guys are hot top rope guys, so that would make sense but we got Jericho trying to win a match with the top rope maneuver. So maybe he'll do like the Judas effect from the top rope, which would be kind of, you know, we haven't seen anything like that from him. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what he does, or maybe a lion salt, you know, type deal from, you know, so mm-hmm. even though normally he does that from the ropes, he could do it from, you know, the top rope, I guess. But uh, yeah, Greg, how is it in person for this bloody, bloody affair? I mean, I've, I've seen stills from Matt Cardona, and Nick Gage, and I don't know how fans in the front row sat through that. Like, it looked like it looked like some of the light glass kind of flew into the crowd. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then that we'd even and I'd even bring up the um, the steel the um, the window pane and Jericho.
1: Yeah.
0: I thought Jericho really hurt himself on that one because I mean it looked like he at the back of his head and was like. Oh <laughs> so have at it Greg you were there live give us the lowdown
1: Oh man so much fun it's like watching a, a horror movie in real life um,
0: <laughs>
1: you know all all the all the buzz all the energy was was hot coming out um and uh, this was this was the only main event that, that there could have been so I I knew it was going to be a main event um, and the players went nuts. Jericho's music hits, you know. We got 15,000 people singing Judas. Uh, I sounded just like him, just saying. Um, oh, I'm sure sounded just like him. Like, I should have put it on record because you're the black Jericho. I could
0: just see it. You're the black Jericho.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, he, he looked awesome, and when uh. Gage came out, he got a nice spot too. Um, you know, not a Judas spot, but, you know, a lot of people, you know, more people MDK. knew who he was than I expected. Right. The MDK yeah, chants were going on throughout the match.
0: Kill, I think it is. Murder, death, kill is what it stands for.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like he stole that from Demolition Man. But, um, you know, he, he cut a little promo earlier tonight. It sounded really hardcore, and he looks the part. Um, You know, he always says from cell block wherever in New Jersey, and he definitely looks like he's from the cell block. Um, He's a New
0: Jack character. Like, you know, nobody could replicate New Jack, but he's pretty darn close, it sounds like.
1: Yeah. Um, So, gruesome, groy match, and it it was like walking through a haunted house. Um, We're sitting there, and we're seeing this that he did a great job of, you know, Bring up a piece of cutter and as he's hanging Jericho on the ropes and showing okay guess what's gonna happen and the, the whole crowd is gasping like he's not gonna they're not gonna and the course when the moment he touches his face place goes crazy mm-hmm. um, you know and this it's like you know rubbernecking to see an accident on the side of the road you don't want to look but you can't not look so um, the whole time, and he he's done doing the uh, pizza cutter spot on each side of the ring, so the people on the right see it, the people on the left see it, yeah. the people in the middle see it, and every time he's he's slicing them up with the pizza cutter, and um, each time, each side, the people are losing their minds. Um, you know, it's gross. It's and they. Allude to it early with him uh, slicing Jericho's arm, the first, with that first swipe and uh, drawing blood. So we're all left with illusion. It's a sharp pizza cutter and he's turning his uh, forehead into a roadmap. And um, it's, you know, everybody's squeamish, but they can't stop looking. And um, it was, it was a spectacle for sure.
0: And who had Jericho um, doing these kind of matches at age 50 or 50, you know, whatever, 52 maybe? Like, who yeah. would have thought <laughs> like that? You talk about reinventing your career all the time. I mean, we always bring it up, Jericho. Like, he deserves a lot of credit for, you know, just reinventing himself every single
1: time. Yeah. Um, that would block the believability with him because, you know, he's taking these, you know, the light tubes from, um you know under the ring and you know exploding him over jericho's back and taking you know breaking it and then jabbing it into his head and stabbing him with it and you know even if that's hollywood sugar glass it's still going to sting when it hits you it's still going to draw blood oh, yeah. and, so she, like
0: uh, i think he hit the back of his head more uh-huh. than you know the body so it's like you know that that can't be fun <laughs>
1: yeah um, so we're we're sitting there wondering, you know how this year to survive this uh, and then the glass spot, holy crap, but when, when he yells at the uh tech to get something under the ring, okay, with their chant, we want tables, we thought they going for tables, and all of a sudden we so see a something clear slide from under the ring, I was like, oh, as soon as everybody realized it they thought the same thing, oh. Yep. and he puts it across the uh, chairs, and uh, they do the uh, the glass spot, and that probably got a more visceral reaction than the uh, the pizza cutters, to, to be honest, because you know we have a giant pane of glass breaking, and exploding into into the audience. So when that thing exploded, it exploded.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought a few fans it might have.
1: <laughs> they
0: probably picked up the pieces and took it home. <laughs> you know, yeah. like a like confetti from WrestleMania, you're like, oh, I'm going to keep this right. and save it for savor it for memories.
1: I'm sure it did. And it was it was such a, a, a match. It took you on a ride um, and it, it kept us engaged the whole time because, you know, they went from one thing to the next to the next and it didn't slow down. They didn't. Um, pause or rest at all it was just violence and more violence and more violence and um we were soaking it all up and uh of course jericho wins at the end it would have been a riot if he hadn't uh, but uh, you know jericho wins and then he you know cuts off judas or mjf cuts off judas to let us know show the uh promo uh where he mentions um uh, MJF's parents, you know, get it on while he's beating up to Guerrera, mm-hmm. and that's how he was born. And um, I in the stipulations for labor number three, um, so great way to set the table and get that uh, set up. So I'm um, looking forward to seeing how that's going to go down, but uh, I'm glad I got to see this labor in person <laughs> because did, it was man. amazing.
0: You did get to see a, a death match, as it were, and uh, I've I've not watched the Matt Cardona one yet, but you know, once it maybe if it gets on YouTube, I'll I'll check it out because that thing looked like it was, I mean, he was covered in blood, beer, <laughs> uh, you know, sweat, tears, everything. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: like, yeah. So
1: <laughs> it's on there. I haven't watched it, but okay, it's forty nine minutes long, so I will watch it. But yeah, it forty nine minutes. That
0: might, that might be a watch some of it. Go do something else. <laughs> that might be a put it in my viewing history and watch it yeah. when I can. So
1: there's a um, uh, there's video or on his uh, Twitter or Instagram, there's pictures of his injuries. He has really gnarly uh, injuries to his, like his bicep and his arms and his uh, shoulder around his uh, trap region on his back that looked nasty. Um, he still
0: went to Disney World the next day. <laughs> you know, of course.
1: <laughs> you know, and it uh, was what he shouted out at a at a female wrestler to come through. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was, but um, he showed his uh, bloody bandages after he taped them up and uh, had to change the dressing and it's still bleeding and everything, um, so I, I it seems like longer than I could stomach watching a, a Zack Ryder match. But you know, if he's getting busted <laughs> up and all, and then pelted with beer bottles and cans and everything else in the arena, it would be funny to watch. Exe back old so, school
0: NWO days like that right. first Hulk Hogan turn and other you know the maybe i think the finger poke of doom might have been you know one of those moments too so there's, <laughs> right. a, few, there's a few moments of like throwing and pelting hulk hogan with you know nothing beats the hogan Gif with him the grandma like trying to reach over the fence over the guardrail, trying to go at him and he's just like he like just backs away from her so um yeah, yeah.
1: all right one what do you think of the board? Uh, whole board i'm sorry i cut you off no go ahead i was gonna ask what do you think of the uh, a W turning up the the blood and guts. Of I, I their think shows. they're doing that
0: try to distance themselves from WWE because they know WWE has that kind of market in the you know kid friendly and all that. Even though there's a lot of kids that love i W, I've you know I've seen some kids who love it. So I think they're just trying to distance themselves and show that they could go. And it's always funny because like it's guys like Kenny Omega that I never would have pictured in a gruesome, you know, any sort of, you know, even a steel chair match, like, you know, type deal. Cause Kenny Omega is regarded as one of the best wrestlers, you know, like, and I could see maybe trying to round yourself out, you know, maybe you want to show that you could do anything or Jericho. Like how often do we see Jericho in a, you know, a bloody match? Like, I mean, he's done blood and guts. He's done this and that. So I don't think he was in any war games matches back in WCW. Cause those that kind of run their course by the time he was bigger and not bigger, but, you know, he was more cruiserweight. So I, it does feel like ECW back in the day though. Like let's just try to get the shock factor. They don't, and they do do the, you know, the promos here and there. I mean, nothing beats Bully Ray and Devon Dudley in a crowd though. Like some of their promos, like, like they said, they'd have to like get, you know, really head to the X's after their after their promos because people legit wanted to fight them in the parking lot. So, you know, <laughs> I just think, I think it it's not, like you said, if you deliver on it, you know, like the exploding barbed wire death match, that didn't, that was a, that was a, you know, a fizzle out moment like that. And we're only going to remember that moment because it was so bad. You know, right. I don't even remember anything about, the, you know, now the Jericho engaged stuff. Like I thought, well, they're not going to go that deep with it. And they did. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> All right, we got you. So I'm okay with it. And like I said, it it differentiates, you know, distance themselves from WWE as much as they can without trying to, you know, people bring up, well, they signed everybody, but then you look at their roster and it is a small percentage. I think the fact that WWE guys are so featured on the shows, it feels like it's more if that, you know, kind of thing. So, and not like WWE ha- just has their homegrown guys. Like people said, now the whole Wyatt family has gone. Because you've had Rowan gone. Obviously, Luke Harper, unfortunately, you know, gone. Braun Strowman gone, and now Bray. Like, who would have predicted the whole Wyatt family would have been gone within, you know, five, six years? Like that, I never wow. foreseen that coming. And it does seem like a lot of the FC, you know, you still got Roman. Seth biggie uh well actually that's probably the three that I could think off the top of my head like from FCw days right because you had fandango you had Tyler breeze well, I guess kofi maybe I wonder if kofi might or he might have been back and forth but
1: um yeah he he came through though
0: actually yeah so it is funny to see you know like but they got like you said impact wrestlers you got Eli Drake and um, Cameron Grimes, you got Rockstar Spud. I mean, so you know it is what it is. So you know, I haven't heard much from EC3 though. I wonder where he might. You know, it feels like he's just kind of doing his own thing, and as he always says, write his own narrative. But um, I'm surprised we haven't seen him show up on maybe you know AEW one you know one night only. Try to try to see if he wants to be there. Unless he just wants to do his own path and. Carve it out himself, and that seems like what he wants to do. So, are you okay with the blood and guts in aw Or,
1: I love it. Um, mm-hmm. is I came up on the old school NWA territory time, and you know, it was at a time where they used the blood to tell the story. Um, it was a big part of it, and it made the matches more believable. Um, uh, bled a gallon of, of a night, but um. You know, considering the guys who he was fighting against, it made sense. Um, you know, they were having, you know, the bunkhouse matches and the uh, bull rope matches, the, the steel cage matches. And, you know, blood was used to tell the story of how hated these guys' rivalry was. So, you know, it all made sense in the end. Uh, my favorite match ever, uh, the I quit match, Magnum Team, Tully Blanchard. Um, that, you know the blood made sense. It told the story. Um, you spin it forward to you know WrestleMania 13. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold tapping out. The blood coming down his face and off his teeth, and uh, you know it tells a story without you know the uh, announcers you know vomiting words all over it. Yeah. Um, so doing it right, the the blood really advances the narrative it showed you know how much pain and suffering jericho was willing to go through Mm -hmm. to get to mjf uh go through this match against this savage uh nick gage and be hit with uh, light poles and sliced up with pizza cutters and um being you know taken to his limit of uh pain to get to um his major foil, and it's, you know, you know, you know, it's a, a one off. It's a great payday for Nick Gage, and it fits the story, which is the most important thing. Um, so we use it in context; it absolutely makes uh, perfect sense, and I like it for that reason because it makes part makes sense of the story, and it makes sense of the fact that you can't have um, animal in combat and not have somebody bleeding um, is, and wwe is very you know anti-blood which sometimes doesn't make sense how do you have a cage match with no blood how do you have yeah. um someone imagine that, the that they have right with no blood mm-hmm. um so it's necessary but you know they don't want to offend the kids they don't want to defend the advertisers And this is, like you said, A.W.'s way of saying, you know, this is a more, you know, realistic um, aspect. Do they take it to an extreme? Yeah, sometimes. Um, But it it makes sense. People punching themselves in the face, you know, some blood's going to come out. So um, I love what they're doing. It's taking it back to the old school. It's taking back to storytelling. It's bringing a level of believability back to it. Um, So I'm loving it. I love the blood and guts and, um, you you know, love the car crash aspect of it. You know, you don't want to look, but you can't not look. Um, So it's great. So i just keep doing it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, once again, like we've said all throughout this show, Bray Wyatt officially released by WWE. Where he goes next, no one knows, but man, it and it twitter's still rolling with it. So it's gonna be a story for the next couple days, I think, until we really see until uh Bray White shows up on Jericho's podcast and we hear the <laughs> hear his side of things. <laughs> so you know that's that's a typical line. You get released, go to Jericho's podcast. So uh we need some energy though, we need some rogue energy. So listen, to this commercial and then we'll get into smackdown um possibly or we saw a return we saw a contract signed and that's pretty much the big things that happened (laughs) some other stuff happened on smackdown as well but we'll get into that in just a few seconds i so All righty, we are back, ready to rock and roll. We got SmackDown to talk about. And SmackDown saw a couple dips and dives as it went last night. So first things first, we had John Cena out there talking up, you know, that Roman Reigns is scared of him, um, you know, making funny up, uh, fun of the missionary joke that Roman Reigns had said. And uh, then we get Baron Corbin out there, unfortunately, you know, trying to trying to ask John Cena for some help. John Cena hands him a twenty, and then uh, Baron Corbin's like, "Hey, book me in a movie. I'll be your stunt double." And John Cena ultimately said, "Yes, Baron Corbin, I will give you something that is an AA because that's what Baron Corbin needed." Uh, Greg, any thoughts on the opening segment between John Cena and boring? I mean, sorry, Baron.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not as hot as the uh, opening segment was last week, but uh, you know we we expect greatness from John Cena every time he comes on the mic. So um, it was a, it was opening segment, and it served its purpose as far as. Uh, setting the table for what happens later, um, yep.
0: which I thought would yep. be the main event, but it wasn't. And then that would prove why the main event was the main event. So, right. Um, some other stuff. Rey Mysterio defeated Jimmy Uso with the help of Dominic. They're doing the Uso stuff. You know, we're just getting them going back and forth. I feel like we'll put this rematch on the SummerSlam card even though it probably should have been on the main card last month, you know, just to kind of fill out the SummerSlam card. I want to get to next. Though we had Bianca Belair coming out there saying, you know, I don't know what, I don't know who's next for me, but I'm willing to take on anybody. You had Carmel out there. You had Selena Vega. And then it's boss time. Michael Cole said in his, uh, he was so dying, ready to say, I wish they would have let McAfee say it, but we had Michael Cole say it, and I kept waiting and waiting, Greg, to for her to turn. I just had to wait a little bit later in the night, <laughs> but I was waiting for that moment, and uh, we will see that there was a tag team match between Bianca and Sasha Banks against Carmel and Selena Vega, but Greg, Sasha Banks is back and looking ready to go, and we're excited to have her back, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We need, you know, more star power uh, on the women's side in SmackDown, uh, the well is kind of running dry out there as far as, you know, legit challengers for uh, Bianca, uh, Noah Bailey. Uh, she's already gone through, you know, if this was, you know, MA, probably her top 10 challengers. And, uh, you know, who else? So, this is perfect time for Sasha to come back in um, with SummerSlam right around the corner. And like they said, we haven't seen her since WrestleMania where uh, she took the loss and almost got cut in half by, uh, by Bianca's braid. So Mm -hmm. there's, the story is all there. It's all written and she just has a big role and she's the best when she's the heel. And, um, i'm looking forward to you know these next few weeks of um their one-on-ones and these promos and uh when Sa- sasha is kind of like uh roman or randy orton when they have a juicy storyline that they can sink their teeth into they really really bring it yeah. and uh i expect nothing but brilliant side of sasha uh leading into this match
0: and some i brought up what if what if we get a roman and Sasha against uh, Bianca and John Cena, maybe like the go-home show. And I'm like, sure, go for it, because that'd really give Bianca the rub of John Cena and Roman. Sure. Like, you know, like, and I, you know, Sasha doesn't necessarily need it, but it would be kind of fun to see. I feel like Sasha would want to mix it up with Cena. Not, you know, not like if it was just a, it's all-out chaos in the ring. Sasha might do like a huracanah to Cena in the midst of it, you know, not like actually fight him, but I could see her kind of get involved with that. So Um, Reggie (laughs) defeated Chad Gable. I really thought they were going to put Otis in the match, but it makes more sense if Otis beats Reggie for the title at some point, people were upset because they said, why is there a disqualification? But then again, they've always said the 24 seven rules don't apply when the match is happening, so right in a way, a, a DQ would matter. So I, I wasn't too like offended by it, but a lot of people on Twitter were like, and they're you know, and I think we think too much about the hardcore title. Well, this isn't the hardcore title per se. It's just more of a you can win it at any time. You know, it's not you know, it's not like uh, uh, Crash Holly being in a a play play palace. And getting pinned by you know um, Al Snow in the middle of you know the ball pit like type deal like this is just you know randomly roll ups so I think I think Otis gets the title though and then Otis just is a killing machine for a little bit of time. What about you, Greg? Do you think Otis gets that title by any chance?
1: Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I, it's uh, the the twenty four seven title is. You know, hardcore title light, um, it's the comment relief, and Otis taking having it would take all the air out of the balloon. Um, so I don't see the the reasoning behind putting it on Otis aside from just having him have a belt. I would much rather put him in the Intercontinental title picture instead of, you know, being the, a contender for the, the 24-7 title. Jack Gable makes sense. Uh, running around with Tozawa and the other... Um,
0: guys. You know, train of guys <laughs> chasing yeah.
1: the belt around. Yeah, that makes sense. But Otis, no. Um, he, he's been built up as... Uh, a heavy, you know, a, a big dominant bad guy. He needs to be going after bigger prizes than the 24-7 title.
0: Mm-hmm. And we got to our contract signing. So Finn's out there. Roman, I love when Heyman pulls that seat to the head of the table. Like, that's just such a good little touch. You have Roman sign it. And then you have um, Bear Corbin attack Finn Bauer as he's trying to sign it. You have Baron Corbin pick up the thing, and I was like, Oh my god, if we get Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, then as soon as you, you know, I'm like, Well, that's not gonna happen. So then John Cena ends up signing it, and as Adam Pierce likes to say, it is official. <laughs> and so we are getting Cena and Roman Reigns at Rest- or, sorry, not WrestleMania, at SummerSlam. I think what will happen, Greg, is next week. Finn Bauer will ask Cena to put up his shot. And then you get because I don't think we've seen Cena and Finn go at it yet in a one-on-one match, have we? Or have no. we? I don't know. Were the and were they on? Yeah, I don't know if they've been in Survivor Series. I don't think Cena's, but anyway, so what a match show for Finn Bauer. You know, to go against Cena. even if he loses, it still gives him that match with Cena. So I think that's where it goes, and maybe Baron. You know, I get our no wait. We're getting Baron Corbin and Finn. though, aren't we? So never mind. Anyways, do we maybe have Finn somehow get at Cena for you know stealing a chance in a way?
1: All right. Well, a couple of thoughts. Um, <laughs> number one, as you were saying that, I got a vision of. Uh, Otis versus Nakamura for the title. Okay. That would look that would look great. Mm -hmm. So those are the big fish that that were no. Who's who has the IC title? Is it still Uh, Apollo? It's not Apollo. Apollo. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Otis versus Nakamura would (laughs) great and then (laughs) Challenger for the IC title would still be a great idea. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, the the whole the whole sword business with uh, the titles, the contract signing, um, yeah, it was it looks a little lazy. Too overbooked. Me. Uh, Two um, overbooked. Yeah, I I expected something to happen on the promo front where, um, you know maybe Cena comes and you know makes a deal with Finn Balor. Or, or Roman Reigns has where he comes out and this is Roman Reigns to the point where he changes his mind and says, I'm going to fight this guy. Um, having Baron Corbin jump him and take him out of out of the scene uh, long enough for Cena to capitalize, it seems kind of a lame way to do it. And at least they addressed it right afterwards and going, this can't be illegal, right? Mm-hmm and uh pierce going yep it's official um it's it's, it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty lame uh the way it went like that it it kind of um puts finn in a bad light um especially being taken out by corbin so you know they're going to have a match but um unless finn puts him you know it eradicates um corbin next week to the point where he's off TV for a few months because he beat him so bad. Um, he's not going to get his pound of flesh that he deserves. Yeah. Um, so I think the way to salvage this for Finn is that um, he goes to Pierce and um, Sonia and he you know, makes his argument and they uh, concede to the point where um, maybe he doesn't fight Cena before because what well, would that mean? You know, but you know he gets the winner. That way, raises and Cena um, go at it on SummerSlam, and he gets the next uh, shot. Hey, you. The other, the the next, you know, Friday night, and um, you know he gets Reigns. Yeah. So that would be the way to make it fair because he you was need, supposed to be the one signed the contract.
0: We do need Finn to somehow make a case for something. Like they can't just have right. Finn be okay with it. Cause that's right. not his care. You know, that's not, if it was old Finn, you know, like when he first, you know, was first on the rock, like maybe you would go that route, but you've kind of changed him up differently. So, um, some right. other stuff. So it's funny you brought up, um, Cesaro, Big E, and Nakamura defeat Apollo Cruz, Dolph Ziggler, and Rude. Pretty much the big story there was Nakamura getting the pin. So, of course, that means he's going to get a title shot against Apollo. I don't think that'd be SummerSlam. I think that'll be, you know, whenever. Also, we saw Edge get taken out by Seth Rollins with the camera. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe they let Edge and Seth maybe have some, you know, chairs, Matt, or something. Maybe some stipulation there. And then uh the end of the night though, I think is where we kind of talked about it. But like you said, I agree with you. It feels like when Sasha has something she's into, she delivers more. And it, you know, her as a heel is so much better. It holds over the heel thing until Bailey, you know, can even be back on TV. I feel like they're gonna use Bailey, like if Bailey's okay to be on TV. I wonder if they might use her as a third commentator from time to time just to kind of keep her name there so uh any more thoughts on the on the sasha banks turn greg or did you kind of already hit all all your thoughts there
1: no i just think same, the same thought is with uh dakota is that uh while they're celebrating okay wait for it wait for it you know it's coming and like the story writes itself and you know she's still got to be salty after losing her title at wrestlemania so um there's no way she's going to come back and be buddy-buddy with mm-hmm. Bianca. So, you know, bound happens, boom, you know, it's all set to go. And, uh, you know, looking forward to it now. But it's the right thing, you know, Sasha the heel. And just jumping forward, I think this is where Sasha gets her belt back.
0: That's what I was wondering. I'm like, do you pull the top? what they say a hundred some days for um, Bianca? Like, is that long enough for her first title reign and kind of let her, you know, see what she could do, uh, you know, kind of rebuilding. So it will be interesting to see how SummerSlam plays out. We got, I think three weeks of SummerSlam. We got NXT takeover. So that weekend we'll have a, we'll have a lot of predicting. We'll do the SummerSlam prediction. Then we'll do the NXT. We'll kind of just make that our focus. We got all out happening Labor Day weekend. We have got some good stuff. Is there any final thoughts, Greg kind of wrap up the show here? Any thoughts you had on the, the world of wrestling or any parting shots you'd like to give us?
1: No, just, just great time. I'm glad that, uh, you know, we've really hit a, you know, hot spot with all the action going on. Um, it seems like these shows are getting better and better. Um, each week with the crowds, you know, giving it steam, pushing it forward. Um, shout out to AEW for putting on such an amazing show uh, with the fight for the Fallen. Um, and shame on the the uh, merch guys for not carrying enough product because <laughs> I went to get my, oh, my shirt afterwards and the, the whole stand was white clean. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, so pe- people were buying all that merch. Good. Um right, when they when I mean carry it on the t-shirt for the next three hours um that is always
0: the downfall like when I go to a concert and you buy a shirt right away and you're not gonna put it on so you just like right. you're just like you're you're like this the whole time Or you do the the over I usually do the over the shoulder so it looks like a title belt <laughs> <laughs> right but yeah so Can you have another do what?
1: Did you have uh, we're gonna to commentate? How did that get it?
0: Well, we did not do last night. Um, I was kind of in the first week of my job, so I was pretty exhausted from my uh. uh, first week back to school. And we'll see the next one. I think that's August 20th. But that's the night of Rampage, so I'm like, we'll see. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, and they, they moved a little bit further away. They put It's about an hour away from me now. So I'm like I try to count that into – we will see what's going on with them and I'll uh, talk with them and kind of see where that's going. But um, I think some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, Greg, is making wrestling – making the TV a little – bit because you're like, oh, I want to see if these guys are going to show up. You know, like Buddy Murphy we've talked about. You know, that's a name that – and now, you know, we got CM Punk and Daniel Br- like those names. And now Bray Wyatt, like that's going to be a name rolling around. So – yeah, it's just it is a good time. Like it's like everything's kind of clicking and usually summer is a a low period, you know, like it's built into SummerSlam. But I mean, all out, you know, like we said, if they have something bigger playing, then um, Kenny Omega and then Hangman Page. And I want to see it because <laughs> that was that was your story right there. So, um, yeah, that's it. Follow us on Facebook. I think <laughs> so far, Facebook has not been letting me process. So follow us on YouTube, BW sports one YouTube channel right there. Uh, you can find the Facebook page, BW sports one. We're going to figure this out. Why Facebook is not letting me share. It says I plan to go live and then it never shows up for people to see on uh, our super kicking it with Steven page. So we'll figure that out and get you guys where you need to be. But Thank you for watching. Thank you for all the love. Our friend Brittany was not here today, but we'll get in touch with her and see if maybe she wants to come on. Maybe I'll give her um the SummerSlam. We'll give her as a prediction too. Her and my friend Jay. We'll give a four person panel. So she'll have a few weeks to watch shows and kind of get caught up. So um yeah, I think that's it. I'm walking look at this old school rock t shirt. I really love this I shirt. saw that. I that
1: can I, awesome.
0: it's like it, it fits nice and tight, so I can. I could show my muscles or lack thereof, but (laughs) anyway, if I flex it, the sleeves rip off, (laughs) uh, but yes, we're going to have good times and SummerSlam Greg will be the year anniversary of this show. So that's a, that's pretty cool. I don't remember what date we started last year, but uh, I've come, come a long way. I was doing half hour, 45 minute shows. And now we're doing, two hours and 15 minutes of shows. So <laughs> I thank you for all that time because talking about myself is not a lot of fun. So I appreciate you coming on and joining the the, the fun, as you could tell. So,
1: um, hey, Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate you having me on, brother.
0: No problem. So thank you for watching. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy the day. It's pretty nice here. It's like not humid for once. I feel like I could actually walk around and not be sweating to death. Like that's the worst, Greg. When I'm driving to the store and you got the swamp butt going, and I'm like, I should not be <laughs> absolutely. Funny. I should not have swamp butt driving to the ten minutes to the store, and you know walking through the store and coming home. Like I, I should not like have to feel like I need a shower. <laughs> like that just. Uh, right. I'm afraid about August, so I feel like August is gonna be hot because I like you in North Carolina. You guys get the hot weather a lot, you know. Right, like it's pretty
1: humid yeah, down here we have the heat and the humidity here yeah absolutely so and here exactly we have that.
0: we've had some 90 degree days but it's been a, a relatively there was a few like 90 degree days in a row but we haven't had like the summer yet i feel like so i'm scared about august i feel like august is going to be like 95 and humidity up the wazoo every day you know and being at school walk around and dealing with kids and like you know i'm going to be two or three shower days Instead of two two a days like football, will be like three shower day for me because I'll just be sweating. <laughs> it, so, but anyways, people are like they've already all two those daughter.
1: stinky kids running around too.
0: <laughs> oh, third grade hallways, Greg! Don't even get me started. <laughs> After recess, it literally feels like a sauna. Like I've walked down the hallway and I'm like, like I don't even want to walk. Like it, because uh, you know you're in that hot. You're in that weird spot. Like you could probably wear deodorant. But you don't because you're third grader and you think I don't need it, but you probably should. So yeah, you do I didn't start doing to like sixth and seventh, you know. It but nowadays these kids like (laughs) they're they're growing up quicker. So I think they I think the odorant needs to start like hitting about third grade. So but yeah. Agreed. If people were turned off by my show our show now, they probably are now. But anyways, so all right.
1: Thanks for watching. Till till later. Beijo.